Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. The week is flying by. The leaves are changing. I wore a sweater today. Um, it's actually like a little mini heat wave here. Oh, really? In the Big Apple. Yeah, yesterday it was like in the 70s. And today it was also kind of warm, a little bit cooler. And I think tomorrow is supposed to be kind of warm also. And then it's going back down to like the 50s i'm ready for the the chill i mean i don't think i'm ready for new york chill but la chill i'm ready for yeah i mean i don't know like what's going on yeah it's 75 degrees out right now so it's like about the same as what it is here isn't that disturbing and then remember a couple i think it was last winter la got colder than new york i remember that that was uh i mean you know the whole world is fucked up as uh as we all know yeah, I guess it's really fucked up. Yeah, it's going to be, oh my God. Oh no, I'm looking at LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, tomorrow it's going to get to, it's going to be 80 degrees. Oh, everyone's going to be out in Central Park, sunbathing, having Aperol spritzes on the patio. I guess so. And then the whole rest of the week, it's going to be like raining and cold. I forgot. I never even talked to you about the day that it like totally flooded in New York. Because it oh, reminded yeah. me of the because they talked about that day on the receipt, and then I was like, oh, I don't even remember like what Aggie experienced on that day. What oh yeah, you... I re- I remembered reading that in the receipt, and I was like, oh yeah, I know what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, I only had one class that day, and mm, it didn't really flood where I was because I live like on the Upper East Side. It was mostly like in Brooklyn. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't come to class and my professor was late and every and the trains were running weird. Mm. <laughs> the Harrowing end. story. I know. <laughs> like they were like kind of like, I think, it, I think I had like some other train was running on my line, but I took it. And that sounds, that sounds like, like a my, lot of people uh... on the subway. <laughs> It's like my September 11th story when I was at NYU. <laughs> I uh, it was sort of, it was sort of dusty. I saw a plane hit the World Trade Center and then we had to run out of our dorms. But Oh my God. Out. Yeah, I feel like um, 
They should have you come back and tell everyone about it. I mean, it wasn't like a unique experience. But I should, because I it's, should give, no. uh, yeah, a, a piece of my mind to these kids that don't even, that don't remember. Oh, yeah, they don't even, they, I mean, they weren't even born yet. I know. Well, it's like, I mean, you know, it's, you know, every generation, I don't remember JFK's assassination and my mom can start, stop talking talk- about that. I know. It's weird. It's like, I was talking to Brian about it the other day and like, you know, we have this interesting feeling where it's like 9-11 happened to us and like young people can't possibly understand what that means which is true obviously I'm not talking about people who like personally lost people but just like as like the country experienced it but they had this completely different experience of just like having completely grown up after 9-11 and Mm. like the entire world however that shifted like that's their only experience of the world it's it's weird like no wonder they're all like fucked up yeah 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 i mean i don't know yeah i mean i remember that weekend before i was like (laughs) rolling my head off walking across the brooklyn bridge looking at the fucking skyline because it was right before school started and then the night before okay I'll tell this I'll is tell a 9/11 my story. I'll tell my now. story about how I predicted it um oh. on the Patreon. Okay. But <laughs> so if you want to sign up for the Patreon, you can hear that. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it. Yeah. Um right now, but let's just say I had I You knew. Look, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna say, look, I'm a little psychic. I believe you. And I'll tell the story on the Patreon uh all right what oh i sort of briefly mentioned this to you before we started talking but uh i signed up for transcendental meditation courses it's huge it's so good for you brian i need it like so okay so i i had been wanting to do it i mean honestly since i was like a teenager i swear to god like i'd been sort of interested in i mean i tried to meditate off and on but it never really took and i knew about transcendental medica- meditation but you know it was always prohibitively expensive and i knew i guess since like the pandemic i don't know they started doing like a sliding scale a couple years ago for um you know, are the less affluent among us. And now, uh, if you, yeah, it's like, it's like based, it's based on your income. And so, and then all of them, it's still like four monthly payments. So it ends up being, I mean, it's still like not super cheap, but it's, it's like affordable. And, and I must've been talking about it or something thinking about it. I have no, no idea. Cause a few weeks ago I got like a targeted Instagram ad that was like, sign up for TM courses. There's a free, like free information center or free information session. And there's a TM center, like, you know, 10 minutes from my house. So I signed up and then uh, I told John and he was like, oh, I want to do it too. So we both, we both signed up for the free session and we went last weekend and we met uh, a gentleman. I won't, I mean, this is, a, I don't know. I, uh, this one was like free. I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about it, uh, but I'll just. I think you're not supposed to say you're like mantra mantra yeah and i still don't have that because i haven't started the actual courses yet but anyway so there's this guy this older gentleman shaved head looks sort of like a you know white elderly monk and he Mm -hmm. ran this information sense uh session 
So there was like a crew of, I don't know, there's like 10 or 12 of us there, you know, all different walks of life, all different ages, ethnicities, genders. It was like a cross section of, you know, Los Angeles seekers that like were fucked up and needed something to, mm-hmm. to, to, to write the wrongs of the to universe. To take the edge off. To take the edge off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he showed like a, you know, video about the history of TM and sort of then there were all these like sort of quote unquote, like scientific studies about like the the benefits, everything from, you know, reduced anxiety to increased creativity to lower cholesterol and blood pressure. I mean, literally everything he said, I was like, oh, I need that. I need that. I need that. I need that. Like it was, it felt very like targeted to what I am experiencing. But then yeah. I realized that's, I mean, that's literally what they do (laughs) and i'm not it's not a cult like you you give them money and then they don't continue to ask for money it really i i mean we'll see but i really don't it's not a cult no so we went to the information center we had the session then Mm -hmm. we ended up getting i'll talk about this in more detail later in the podcast we ended up getting some takeout from kismet rotisserie which is you know what Delish. goop rotisserie like stole their whole menu from yeah and we went home and john is starting a new job soon so he wanted to like do the courses really quickly so he actually did his one-on-one session yesterday and i haven't really talked in detail with him about it because i sort of want to be surprised when i do it which won't be till like after thanksgiving uh but it seemed like he really enjoyed it and then he has like three group sessions after that and then you're just supposed to like practice by yourself Nice. the rest of your life yeah cool so the guy who's like the teacher of it like how did he get to be at that teach so there's so the guy that ran the session is different there there he, he was different than the guy that john had his one-on-one session with i think it, at least at the los filas tm center it seems like if you go on their website there's like three different teachers so you can there's like two men and one woman and then depending on when you want to schedule it, it's like a different teacher but the guy that we talked to he is older he said he had been doing tm since the 70s like his friend got him into it but he had a whole career as uh, a public school teacher and now he seemed like probably in his like late sixties, early seventies. So he retired and now he's like teaching TM pretty full time, which is, he said it was something he had wanted to do for decades, but because of career and family and stuff, he wasn't able to do it. But now this is like his calling. So he's, he's really genuine about it and like seemed to be really um, be- like believed everything, but he, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Keith Raniere or someone. I don't know. He seemed like, he seemed like a pretty well that's good guy. yeah <laughs> this is what i this is what i was expecting was like keith ranieri david koresh like these were the, yeah, the figures but you that still I went had. i of course i still expecting went. that and i sort of and secretly like wanting a little of that i mean because like because it, it is i mean you're like this is a you know alternative thing it's in la you you want the full experience of like of like you know Allison Mack over here of you know you want all these characters right and you want to like be driven insane and sucked into something that's all I want I just want somewhere to belong unfortunately want... you're like too smart so it's like every time you start you're like you can't stop seeing like the reality of it yeah because I have I feel like I have too much experience like reading about cults and like being I'm being so interested just from like a 
voyeuristic perspective that I mean, who knows? I guess anyone can be like sucked into something. And I would say like certain past experiences such as like Stella Adler Conservatory of Acting, such as Upright Citizens Brigade, like there are certain cult aspects to those sort of creative endeavors that I have experienced in the past. Yeah, there's a fine line. It's a very fine line. But um, you should go to the Maharishi University David Lynch MFA program. I I might. I it's low residency. I was like it was on my list of like I'm, places to apply to. I mean, if this thing opens up my creativity again and like I be, I like start writing every day again like I used to, I will be indebted to it and I will definitely want I'll at least apply if they'll take me to Mahar. Well, that was the thing Garrett uh, the guy kept saying uh you know maharishi this maharishi that like it was very that was like the most culty aspect was i'm like just name dropping maharishi all the time yeah with this at the innovative david lynch mfa in screenwriting you'll have the opportunity to learn transcendental meditation technique while acquiring the knowledge you need to become a professional screenwriter the practice of tm will help you grow personally while you sharpen your writing skills and gain access to deeper levels of your creativity discovering how as david lynch says to catch the big fish Oh, I've read that book. Yeah, me too. It's like a little pamphlet. Yeah. Unable to relocate? No problem. Our program is structured so that students can complete their requirements of the MFA over two years while balancing their commitments in their home communities. So you don't even have to move. If I was able to move, where on this earthly plane is it located? It's like somewhere in the Midwest. Okay. It's like, where's David Lynch from? It's from like Indiana or something. Indiana, Nebraska, something like that. I think that's where this is. I will uh, drop everything. I will drop I mean, any, but everything. Doesn't that kind of make it cooler? I think it does. Well, I don't want to. I mean, I guess it would be yeah, practical. Well, like like what you did. You you had the choice of staying in LA for graduate school or going somewhere else, and that's like part of the fun of going to school, having a new experience, is like living in a new place. So, yeah, I agree. Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Heard of it. Yeah. Oh, they have a ton. It's like a full school. And Iowa is home to, I know there's that fancy like Iowa writers workshop. Like there's a lot of yeah. academic stuff in Iowa. The book it's I'm like reading. That. Book I'm reading partially takes place in Iowa. Uh a famous author writes a novel about his young girlfriend's family and then the family reads it and see themselves sees themselves in it it's a good book oh really what's it called commonwealth by ann patchett oh i started it and i'm about halfway done but then of course this week i had to make room for uh, ms britney spears's memoir which i had it took me three days to read not because it should take three days to read this book but it was like so grueling and like horrifying that i like could only read it for about a half hour before i had to put it down every time wow really yeah i mean the if anyone's like followed obviously the britney spears stuff there's no huge surprises to like the timeline of what happens and like you know it's obviously written by ghostwriter like her voice well, you couldn't really write a memoir in Britney Spears's actual voice because it would like be completely. Um, I 
I don't think I can say the word that I'm supposed to want to say. All right, you can <laughs> because that's the whole point of she's saying she's not. Like I don't know. It would be a. It, it okay. would be a, it, It's non. It would be non-linear. It would be very postmodern, and um, I think okay. they need they need a little bit more structure. So it's. Like, I want to listen to the Michelle Williams uh audiobook yeah that might have been a better choice uh i've I heard clips to a couple of the clips of her like doing justin timberlake's voice oh shizzle yeah <laughs> it sounded pretty good she's great she's great to me i would love if they ever do like a biopic um she, she would be a great a great britney spears yeah, I was like kind of surprised that Brittany wasn't narrating it herself, but whatever. Apparently, it was too close to home. Too, it was too tough to relive. Too raw to yeah, I mean, as we all know, we watched and just like that, when you're recording an audiobook, a lot of deep, dark feelings will come come back. Oh yeah, I forgot Carrie did that. Yeah, one of the ten thousand plot lines on that. When are show. the gals coming back? Not too soon. I mean, I, well, I, I mean, I mentioned this last time, but like, I'm having a great time with the morning show and it is, it is just as crazy as, and just like that, it takes place in New York. It is a similar income bracket, um, even more star studded than, and just like that. I just realized that I, how much I can see into my neighbor's apartment. And now I, I'm trying really hard not to look. Okay. Rear window. Cause I can see everything. And I've never, I I can't stop looking. And now I'm wondering how much has this motherfucker seen me? Of you. Probably a lot. Because I think he can see all the way into my bedroom. Do you, you don't have like, I mean, you have like curtains or something, right? Or blinds? I do. Yeah. But they but don't. But they can't be drawn all the time. Yeah, that's true. Let the sunlight in sometimes. Well, you're all on top of each other. I mean, his aren't drawn. He's just walking around. Yeah. Wearing Naked? his hat. Putting something out of the fridge. Okay. <laughs> uh i just finished watching that show how to with john wilson did you oh, see I love it? that show it was I good seen all of it we just finished it it does make me like not miss new york in a weird way because the new york in that show is like so disgusting yeah you know i feel like he um that's not my type of new york like i feel like i'm living a very like different lifestyle than that well, you're on the upper side he was in ridgewood very different yeah exactly although i do kind of feel like we're gonna end up moving to ridgewood one day to get more it's space too late too late ridgewood is okay i feel like five years ago yes now you just have to keep well, keep moving down the l even farther i don't know i know people who live in ridgewood oh no i'm saying like but like to get like a good deal i feel like i mean Maybe. i don't know there's a girl in mm, my program who lives yeah. in ridgewood she just moved here but um, maybe you're right. It's like I mean, me in yeah, Palm Springs. Like, no one I know who lives. Oh, shit. The guy closed his blinds. He sees you spying. Fuck him. How's the peeping, Aggie? How's it's the like, don't get whatever. Yeah. Close your blinds. Um, yeah, I feel like there's no actually good deal. And everyone yeah. who has a place in Brooklyn, their apartment is like as shitty as mine. Oh, ever yeah. I mean, unless you're extremely wealthy, it doesn't matter what neighborhood. I mean, you can have a little more or less space depending on where you live, but everything is going to be, you know, old and we run down. We have a really big living room, which I feel like I'm just I'm going to take that as and on an elevator. 
And as long as I'm like, that's a win and a win. So the entire time I lived in New York, well, except when I was in the dorms, uh, whenever I was in my own apartment, I definitely never had an elevator. There you go. But the highest I ever lived was, I guess, third floor. Yeah. I mean, we rarely take it only if we like have a bunch of boxes or something, but it's nice to have. All right. What else is going on? Oh, Gwyneth was presented with a CFDA fashion award. That was Oh, I didn't know that. She put it on her Instagram grid and it said it was sponsored by Amazon, which gave me pause because I'm like, oh, that's such a coincidence that you just like started selling shit on Amazon and then you got this award. Oh, yeah. This didn't make it to my list, but I went to Target last night and I was hoping to find some good clean goo products there was there nothing nothing that's crazy i know i so oh so i i um i did not go to target i sent away for two things on amazon and i've had them for a few days now i saw uh so i got i got the power scrub scalp detox which is just like a shampoo basically and then i got the um that's what i want Oh, I got, and then I got the, what is it called? Gel daily juice cleanser, face, facial wash. I want to get the shampoo and the, um, eye cream. The eye cream. Yeah. I, so Those the, my first purchases and then I'll keep going and see, you know, I wanted to what, get the, whatever they're calling the nerd alert thing now, but none of the chews were available on Amazon they supposedly are just there at target but i have yeah i've actually yet to go to a target so i don't even know if it's at my local target either uh but the yeah. the, the shampoo is good I, w- I would recommend the shampoo it like it really foams up really well like you just have like a tiny little bit like dime size and it it really uh lathers all of your hair Okay, because I wasn't totally sure if it was like actually going to be like a shampoo or if it was more like a like a um, scrub, like the kind of thing you would maybe use like before you shampoo like once a week, like the salt, like the Gtox salt scrub that they have. That yeah, I think it's good. sort of like a combo because there are the little like scrubby like bead stuff things that are like a little like, you know, little mm-hmm. grains of sand that you scrub under your hair but it also foams up like a shampoo. So I think that you like can replace whatever shampoo you're, you're using with it. Yeah. That's really disappointing. Cause I actually needed shampoo and I ended up buying that like Kristen S or whatever tart shampoo that I've used before. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I was out of my Sangra de Fruta, whatever the hell mm. it's called. That was like too expensive. And it's just like, it's not I'm as a graduate student Mm -hmm. like you just can't buy yourself shit like that you yeah you got to stick with the good clean goop you got to stick you got to stay on track when you're in grad school you can't you can't go all willy-nilly crazy with your shampoos no so I I also got the the daily juice cleanser and this one so it's 1999 uh and it's like um you know a facial cleanser Compared with the Cloudberry Exfoliating Jelly Cleanser on the Real Goop site, which is $35. So it's cheaper. It's 
cheap. I mean, I guess it's a lot cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper. It's like half the price, but I, I don't know. It's not like 19.99 is so cheap for like a face. Like, I feel like if you're going to, I don't know for this one, I, I mean, I'll use it. Like, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't recommend it. Like it does not. It's, it reminds me of like, the, remember like the old goop stuff that was like juice beauty. Well, it is juice. It says juice, right? But I think it's just says juice. I don't think it was like made by juice beauty. It's just called the daily juice cleanser. I mean, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's an homage or something, but it has that, like, there's, like, yeah. sort of a salinity to its scent that is, it's, like, it's sort of a nice, like, sea, sea foam, salt, so sea nice. salt, but then there's this, and this has happened before with Goop products, there's a mustiness, and it almost smells like it's, like, mold or something, and it, maybe it's just my nose, I'm sure it's not moldy, but, like, there's that, like, musty after scent that every time I open it, it has that and I, I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah. It's, people it's, have different responses to that. Cause I remember your mom really hated the juice stuff too. Yeah. She, that, that was, was one like mold. That one. I mean, it, it is, uh, it's some weird scent that I'm sure is not mold, but like it has a, a similar molecular composition to whatever mold smells like. So it, yeah. it, it just smells like it's like it was opened and like it got something got on it or something. I don't know. It's, uh, and if you're going to, I don't know, if you're going to spend a little bit of money on a facial cleanser, I say get the the Cloudberry exfoliating one because they they actually got rid of the, um, the Malachite, like Gtox one. Oh, that you like that was the one you liked. I, I like that one. I think they got, I think they got rid of a, f- a few different of the lower end products across all of the the goop glow and the goop beauty stuff to make way for like the good clean loop. Good That's clean too bad. Loop. I do. I did love basically everything in the goop glow line was great. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know if you're, I'll, I'll probably end up getting a couple more things at some point. I'll, I mean, I'll try everything at, you know, at some point. Yeah. We'll get to it. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go see a movie today so i'll i'll stop by target and Check see if the target i'll see it. yeah because i really want those chews yeah i know you like those chews nerd alert it worked great for me whatever was in it yeah i need some right now i'm fading fast <laughs> all right well let's let's get this moving then let's do it Sh- shall we do receipt before we do the newsletter yeah quickly let's do receipt because i actually read it this time but i already forgot i yeah literally every single day i read uh this one i think she went to dig though didn't she go to dig oh i'm if she did i sort of missed it i'm i don't remember i sort of she went to just salad i remember oh just salad yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but so this is um a she's 36 she's a non-practicing attorney who works in-house at a bank providing strategy and advice for entrepreneurs. This sounds like someone that Gwyneth Paltrow would be like obsessed with. Uh, well, she sounds like she's just like a consultant or something. Yeah, some sort of consultant. She makes $300,000 a year. Yeah, she has her own like new construction, fancy condo in Williamsburg. Yeah. And she's doing a part-time master's program at art school. I don't know where she. I know, and I have to know what art school, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I bet it's Pratt. Yeah. Because she used to live. She said she used to live in Clinton Hill, right by Pratt, and then she moved to Williamsburg. So I think I bet she was like going to Pratt, 
living close to there and then she got this like really fancy job and bought an apartment in Williamsburg perhaps uh well no I think she start it sounds like she started going well I don't know it sounded like she was going to law school kind of like as a part-time thing I mean to art school oh so yeah so I don't think that she was like an artist and then she just like got this job I think she was like a career person and decided to go to art school school. because she definitely had I mean she says she's a non-practicing attorney so that means that she definitely went to law school does that mean she has to have had passed the bar or can you say you're a non-practicing attorney even if you haven't passed the bar I don't know anyway she makes a lot of money she has a good life she at least this week like doesn't cook very much she's just doing I mean it's very New York she's doing a lot of takeout little grocery runs and then a lot of like you know going out to restaurants and stuff yeah and overall I don't know what your take is I was like smitten by her and I was like oh she's this is this is I mean this is how a lot of people in New York live and I mean I don't know I feel like she could have even gone crazier making $300,000 a year, honestly. She's yeah, pretty frugal I, to me. I saw that you like posted and you're like, oh my God. And then I was like, this doesn't seem that crazy. Like she just kind of like goes out to dinner a couple of times and like eats at home sometimes. I don't know. She seemed pretty like chill. Yeah. No, I posted that on our Instagram before. I just like saw that it that it was posted and I hadn't read it. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'm excited to read this. But no, I compared with our our friend a couple of weeks ago in um, Eugene, she's like pretty, pretty normal. She what I think the reason that Eugene people depress me. I think Eugene woman wants to be this woman. Exactly, exactly. But this woman doesn't have to go that hard because she's like making the money lives in New York living the life, you know, she can just go to dinner and go home and take a fucking break. And then the woman in Eugene has to be like, yeah. So I woke up, I got blackout drunk. I kept going. I saw my friend, you don't know. We actually have a great restaurant scene here and da da da. She's overcompensating. That's what you don't want to see. What you want to see is just like a normal ass woman living her life. I mean, what you want to read in the receipt, obviously for me more Eugene, that's more entertaining, but who do you want to be? Oh, a hundred percent lawyer slash consultant slash artist. uh and well yeah eugene lady was super defensive about eugene i also i do think i mean there is a thing in new york and specifically in brooklyn and i know because i lived in brooklyn for like 10 years it's like they have to constantly be like brooklyn is the best place on earth like nowhere is like brooklyn like it's a mate like she and she definitely falls into that like yeah i mean i think people in new york i mean it's like people everywhere are like my where i live is the best place in the world and of course, people in New York obviously have that as well. I mean, but you know, the reason you live in a place is because you like it. So exactly. obviously, kind of think that. And like, you know, you have a pretty good case to say it's the best city if you live in New York. But I oh, think yeah. also if you live in LA. Yeah, I mean, there's a, you know, there's a there handful. Has there been one from LA? Oh, there was that one. There was one that we both kind of liked who. Like something from like Venice or something. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember who the 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 super crazy allergy lady who was like eating cake every day. She was from I think like San Diego, right? Yeah. 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 You'd think there'd be more. I don't know. Anyway, this lady, she's allergic, so she's a pescatarian, but she doesn't eat shellfish, and she's allergic to a bunch of stuff. 
So I thought at the beginning that it was going to be a little crazier, but then she just seems to like go out to normal restaurants and like eats normal food. And I sort of yeah, forgot like halfway through stuff. Yeah. That yeah she that she which is like, eat. that's what you do. Mm. Uh, so yeah, she doesn't cook much. She dined out as a treat as a kid, but her parents didn't have that much money. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, her dad's Sephardic. So she has like some of that influence to her parents cooking. Uh, and then expenses, $443 for the week's expenses. Uh, restaurants, about 300 Groceries, like 130 Which again, like for the which amount Which is of, like not crazy. For the amount of like time she went out, I was like, that's in New York. Like that was not bad at all. She I Like mean, I will probably spend that this week. I mean. On restaurants. If you go out a couple times, it's like that's what you're spending. Yeah. I mean, like, you kind of can't help it if, yeah. Yeah. So then we're doing, uh, she does a lot of Trader Joe's. She loves her nut-free early bird granola, which as a former Brooklyn resident, I definitely was a fan of early bird granola. It's like the granola of Brooklyn. I've never heard of it. Uh, they, I'm sure they sell it everywhere, but they used to sell it at the Grand Army Plaza Farmer's Market that I would go to. I haven't been to Brooklyn once since I since I got here. Really? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I can't I I went to Brooklyn um when I came to get my apartment, but then I haven't been back. I mean, I guess oh, if no, you're like I'm going to Brooklyn on tomorrow. Yeah. If you're like living on the Upper East Side and you're going to school downtown, then yeah. If you There's like really no reason, <laughs> yeah. except for like, you know, like I know a lot of people who live there. Yeah. Uh, she gets coffee at, oh, this is where I figured out where she lives. Cause she said she's by a coffee place called seven grain army, which is like in the West part of Williamsburg by the water with all of the like fancy condos. It, this would not be, if I had that amount of money and was spending $4,500 a month on a mortgage, I would really not like, I, there's a, way other neighborhoods of Brooklyn that I would rather live in, but you know, different strokes. I liked, um, you know, I was a, I was a brownstone Brooklyn guy. Oh yeah, for sure. If you can, but that's really expensive. I mean, I'm sure it is, but like, I mean, guess when I lived there, it wasn't as bad, but it was definitely. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Not as expensive as one of the new condos in Williamsburg. Uh, yeah, we're doing Trader Joe's. We're doing groceries. What else? Let's see. Monday. Yeah, so she's working. She's going to school. She has a blue ribbon poke bowl. Um, doing a smoothie. Oh, and then that night she goes to Best Pizza, which is like a good sort of new school slice place in Williamsburg. She uses Grazza Drizzle EVOO, same as me. And then that night she makes popcorn with nutritional yeast. Uh, yeah, low key, chill. Like nothing crazy. Yeah, this whole thing. I mean, I will go over it pretty quickly because, yeah, there's nothing too crazy. Uh, she Next day she does egg. This actually sounds good. Egg salad with QP mayonnaise and gray poupon with some shallots and microgreens and chili oil. Yeah. She goes to a show at the MoMA. Nice. Uh, that, oh, so all these restaurants, it's, I mean, I've been away from New York for like 10 years. So all of these restaurants, I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking. It's like a new language. <laughs> I'm like, what are these restaurants that she's going to? Yeah. I didn't know any of them either, but I never go. I mean, like, I don't go to like, rarely go to like a nice dinner. Nice. Yeah. So, that night she goes to like an so she must yeah, she has all these like artist friends. She goes to an interior design event. Uh she her favorite umami negroni is that the swan room. What is do you think it has like miso paste in it? Why is it an umami negroni? I don't know. That sounds disgusting, actually, but it really does. Whatever. I'm sure it's fine. But oh yeah, this is where the Oh God, what was it? Oh yeah, this was like what I thought I related to the most when she talked about going to the design event. And then she was like, um, she meant to go downtown, but then she was feeling low energy and it was raining and she just like went home oh, and yeah. ate food from Trader Joe's on her couch. And I was like, that's, to me, that is like the New York experience where you're like, yeah, I'm going to do, like you have these big plans and like the best of intentions. And then you just always are like, I just went home. Yeah, yeah. Especially like the week that you know that you're like doing this really intensive diary for Bon Appetit. You feel like yeah. you would you would push yourself to like go to all the events. I, I mean, I just feel like my experience has been like just being constantly exhausted. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, um she yeah. makes these lunch bowls that sound really good and really healthy because she does eat like i would say she she eats a lot of like heavy restaurant food but then she's really good at balancing out 
at home with these um like quinoa and tofu and brussels sprouts bowls and then she's constantly yeah. going to workout classes too yeah uh oh and then she wants to try a an espresso martini but she's very effective oh yeah the espresso martini thing i thought was like kind of eugene-ish it was a little i mean it was a little try hard but it's like you got to do something you know that you're you're writing a whole fucking thing for bon appetit you have to like do something you need a hook and i like that she put like a little like narrative arc where she's like oh my god have i've never had an espresso martini and then finally mm-hmm. she has one that's the end so yeah originally she wants to find this sounds truly disgusting a decaf gin espresso martini it's like no gin in an espresso martini I I mean and I'm not a big vodka decaf? person, but well because she she's afraid that the caffeine. I mean that's what, sort of the whole point of an espresso martini, but she's afraid that the caffeine. And I get it. Like at night, I don't like to drink caffeine either. I okay, an espresso martini. I I get it. To me, the point of an espresso martini is the taste because it tastes like a sweet dessert. So good. And I think people who get espresso martinis before dinner are insane. I get it. You get your espresso martini for dessert. Mm-hmm. Don't have it before. I, mm, as long okay, as long as we're not doing like a creamy espresso martini, which I think They're is truly just dis- no. I've the never one, had one that wasn't creamy. Oh no, you got to get one that is just the espresso and the vodka and like some a little sweetener, There's like something but sweet in it always. Yeah, 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 but not like with like Bailey's or whatever. No, no, no. Okay, no, you're right. I've never had right, right, right. Because the sometimes like the ones that um Heather Gay had on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, where she had five of them and then peed and threw up at the same time in the spring <laughs> van. Uh, those were had like cream in them, and I've I've been to places where they ask you like, do you want Bailey's or not? So I think as long as you do the non Bailey's, I feel like one before dinner is acceptable. But that's just me. I mean, it's all acceptable. But I just would rather have. To me, it's like the flavor. It's like so heavy. It is intense. Palate, and then like, are you gonna drink wine after that? Uh, that sounds disgusting. I to me, yeah. I I think, I, I think as long as there's like a a break between, yeah. I mean, if you're having it with, like, if you're, like, at an Italian restaurant and you're, like, having it with the Caesar salad and garlic bread, I don't know. Like, that would be gross. Yeah. If it's just, I don't know. For me, it's a dessert. If you like it with or you like it with, Mazel Tov, more power to you. Uh, Then, oh, she goes to Manhattan to Bargoto, which, this sounds really good. So, she has the Far East Side, which is sake. Oh tequila. yeah, that sounded nice. I want you should go there. What's you it should, called? Bar Goto. It's a sake bar. I don't know. It says Manhattan. I don't know where it is. She. Oh yeah, this far east side, and then her friend. So it's yeah, sake, tequila, shiso, elderflower, lemon, and yuzu bitters, and then the friend orders a Earl Grey martini, T E A, which is gin, Earl Grey tea, lemon and egg white, and then they do some apps. It does sound very good. Oh, I think I, I think I know where this is. Bargoto. Let's see. It um, is... It's on the Lower East Side, but I think I've, I think I've. Oh yeah, Lower. Oh, there's one in, there's one in Lower East Side and then there's one in Park Slope, but I'm sure she went to the Lower East Side one. 
uh oh and then that night this 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 was the one part of the story that got me extremely nostalgic for new york she went to rose's pizza in on metropolitan in williamsburg which is like I don't know about now, but like back then, that was like the slice place in Williamsburg, where if you're go- going out, you would always like end there because it was open like all night. And she got a penne alla vodka slice, which is such a that like sounded so good, such an only in New York thing that's like pasta on on top of pizza, but it's so. Oh, good. this is another one. They have, I think there's, I think they might have another location, too. Rosa's Pizza. I'm just- I think so, or maybe I don't know. That's they might. Not... I mean, the the it's always it's on Metropolitan. It's like right off the Lorimer stop, uh, and it's been there at least since like I, I moved there in 1999. It was there, so it's been there. No, since then. I am wrong. They do not have another one. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, all those pizza places look the same. I guess. and it's like it's objectively not the best pizza in the world. It's just like one of those very like nostalgic slice places. And they like do these wacky slices where yeah. they. Play pasta on it uh and then so then friday she finally orders her espresso martini at hotel del mano which is in williamsburg uh she loves it it has cinnamon no cream and then cinnamon also is weird yeah that is i mean i guess that's like their special touch I guess so. I don't know. And then she walks from Hotel Del Mano down to Clinton Hill, which is quite a hike. And she goes to, there's like a new Mediterranean slash Jewish place that's owned by the same owner as Speedy Romeo, which is like this really good pizza place in Clinton Hill. Again, these are all, when I, because I lived like right on the border of Prospect Heights and Clinton Hill. And right before I moved out, that speedy romeo place just had moved in and it was like a very trendy thing but that was god 12 years ago now Uh, but this place looks good and then she's doing beet chorizo tacos crispy potatoes swordfish tacos wow It, it sounds really good yeah uh, and then she ends the next day at Missy Robbins's new place, which is like um, an Italian place right by the water in Williamsburg. I don't know. I, I, next time I'm in New York, I want to go to all these places. It's called Missy Pasta. That one, I think, is like, I think that one is like hard to get into. I'm sure. All of her places are like really um, trendy. When I think open. that one is. Yeah. That one is that the one that has like the like lemon pasta or something? Yeah, it's I think it's hard to get a reservation. Maybe. Yeah, and I yeah, guess there's like there's apple trees in the courtyard or something cuz she says the people next door like an apple falls on their head from a tree. Yeah, I did want to go here. Oh, well, make a forgot. reservation. And and then, yeah, the weekend, she goes to another restaurant in Chinatown, but it's Italian, has limoncello, Caesar salad, focaccia, branzino, blah, blah, blah. And then Sunday, she goes out to brunch. So she's really doing the Eugene thing by the weekend. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
she goes to this place called rule of thirds another place i've never heard of in my life it's like mm-hmm. japanese souffle oh that's japanese souffle pancakes are like trendy now um also in brooklyn yeah uh, and then Sunday night, she says she's stuffed. She has no desire to eat, uh, but she knows that her salad from earlier will go bad if she doesn't eat it. So she has the leftovers and back to the real world tomorrow. So I get a head start by logging into my work computer and check my emails and do some work in anticipation of Monday's meetings. Oh, God. Later, I start work on another paper due for class next week. Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> the end. Yeah, just back to the bullshit. The grindstone. Um, back to the grindstone. Yeah. Well, she has a nice, well balanced life, and we like her. She's good. Yeah, I would say you should um, seek her out and become a friend. <laughs> be like, a yeah, weirdo. I'll find her and force her to be my friend. And so she can take you to all these fancy restaurants. Yeah, she can take me out. Uh, but you like always. This receipt is just making me hungry. <laughs> I it just um well this makes me feel like I just am not getting out there enough because I don't know what I knew Missy Pasta, but I don't know any of the other places that she went to. Um and I'll probably never go to any of them. Yeah, I, it's hard. I mean, it is crazy that she's going to art school part-time, has what appears to be a full-time job, and then she also has time to like go to all these restaurants. Yeah. But she doesn't seem to have, like, she doesn't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, it's like, she seems like single gal, you know? Yeah, she's a sing. she's Sex in the City. She's living the Sex in the City life. The yeah. original Sex in the City life. Yeah, the old, nice one. All right. Everything went insane. Uh, do we want to say anything else before we get onto our lists? I don't think so. I'm basically um delirious and i just hope that i can do this properly all right we'll push through okay uh, all right what was your best of the week okay my best of the week was oh the weekend getaways mm. finally for once in my life i'm on the east coast and they're all on the east coast and even though i can't afford to go to any of these places I can still read about them this... and imagine going there and maybe go to like a cheaper place nearby. <laughs> yeah. Find the closest motel six and like live your best goop life because this little fall getaway that Gene was the one that compiled this and it was all places on the Northeast. And it really, yeah. really made me jealous of you that you're like in the Northeast for fall. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I will not probably do any of this. So <laughs> don't be too jealous. But just knowing that it's, you know, it's at your fingertips and you could take, you know, you could take Metro North to Beacon or Hudson or wherever. And then you could even like go for like the day and like come back and not stay over if, you know, if you wanted. I could, but I won't. won't. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. You're busy. Out I'm of... busy. I'm poor. I'm tired. And I, I just won't do it. Out of all but these I... places... Which was the one that you most wanted to go to? Okay. Of all the places, I think, well, I mean, honestly, the place that looks the nicest is the one in Quebec. So that one doesn't even, that's like the one that I like couldn't just easily go oh, to. Yeah. But um, I mean, I couldn't easily go to any of them. But I also thought this like little beautiful um, 
Oh my God. Like I, I bet you it's not actually as nice, but the picture of the reform club and Amagansett is gorgeous looking. Mm. And then this little room, the Mayflower Inn in Washington, Connecticut looks so pretty. Yeah. But I, and then what was the first one? The first one also looked good. Oh yeah. That first one was like a modernist sort of. Cabin. Oh wait, is this the one? No, not the, not the first one. Oh, in cats in the Catskills, it's like this like cubic box. Yeah, that looks like a setting for a horror movie. Actually, it um, does. I don't know. One of them is like, what about Wildflower Farms? That looks beautiful. I don't even know where the Gardner, New York, the Shawnagunk Mountains. I've never even heard of that place. I don't know. Oh, Twin Farms. What's this one? A Vermont sold. Ooh, this looks nice. Uh, Maybe we'll have to go to Vermont. Vermont in the fall. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, Woodstock, Vermont is really quaint. I mean, even going to Burlington, which is like, you know, the big city is really cute. Yeah, I've been to Vermont um, once. It was nice. Uh oh, then the one in Nantucket too. Oh my god, all of these honestly they're all really nice. Yeah, Nantucket. I mean, God. I mean, they all look nice. And also, yeah, like you said, I could just go to some like you know, cheap shithole nearby. Yeah, there's like roadside motels, and then you you know, go out to like a nice dinner one night, do like antiquing or whatever, and then you're starting to add up, Brian. I know, I know, I know. I'm living on student loans. Vacations. Yeah. Well, I'm not yeah. going anywhere either. Yeah. All right. My my best was the Gwyneth's little tour and video of the new Goop Villa in Palm Beach. Wait, I didn't see it. How oh, it was in the newsletter. It was, I think, on her Instagram too. So they've. Oh, I'm an idiot. They've renovated. A, a villa quote-unquote at i mean i've never been to palm beach florida i will probably never go to palm beach in my entire life all i think i just think of jeffrey epstein and galane honestly is like the only i think thing of I think donald of. trump donald trump yeah so gwyneth her st- her styling in this little tour it's so funny to me because it she's so playing a character of like the like palm beach madam and she's dressing oh is so- her, she's wearing the green thing yeah Oh, yeah, I did see this. She's dressing so different than, like, her normal sort of, like, you know, glowy skin, French girl beauty, like, her L.A. The green green dress? Yeah. It's so, like, conservative, like, like, I don't know, Palm Beach Republican. Oh, I do not agree. Really? Yeah, I think it's very, like, French girl, Gwyneth. I think it's so on brand for her. I mean, I think she looks, I don't know. I she it's not like she's like Ivana Trump all of a sudden, but it's like it, it seems like she has more makeup on than usual. I, I don't know. It seems like a little it's I don't know. It's it it seems different than her, you know, her black rimmed glasses and like, you know, working at the 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 goop headquarters in Santa Monica or whatever. Yeah, she's got a, like a little bit of like a little more like color on her lips and her <laughs> hair her hair isn't like her hair's like style i don't know it just it seems like she she's she really looks like blithe in this picture too i don't know i she don't i like don't dislike blithe. it in this 
wait, you can't see it. In this thing where she's wearing this green, I can't show you, where she's yeah. wearing this green dress where it kind of looks almost like like rattan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the pattern of that. Huh. I'm not, you're, we're seeing different things. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I just, I don't know. I see, because it's like Lily Pulitzer. It's just like a different. Wait, it's just a different... we're talking about, wait, but then there's another one where she's wearing like a green, like pantsuit. Okay. That's I'm also just talking about the beach. Yeah. And in this one, I know she does sometimes dress like this, but I do think that this is a little bit more Palm Beach Melania um, <laughs> kind of thing where it's just like a, it's kind of like 70s. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, But yeah, you know, she's, uh, I think that the, um, I think that her dress, I actually thought her dress seemed kind of young for her. Like that was the kind of, I thought that looked like a dress for like a girl, like in her twenties on like huh. Easter brunch with her parents or something. That's what it looked like to me. I guess maybe it's just like, like the spaghetti straps. And yeah. The, the, like, I mean, spaghetti straps, I see what you're saying, but I think it's like her hair and makeup and like her jewelry. It it just is giving, I don't know. It's giving like grand dame, even though I understand what you're saying with like the spaghetti straps and yeah, it's not like shoulder pads or anything, but it yeah. it, it feels very Florida to me. Uh, and she says, I, all the Paltrows have congregated in Palm Beach for decades. Not which good. I'm like, really? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I feel like. Well, I guess because they're all like from New York. Yeah. But weren't Jews like not allowed? Like, weren't they? That isn't why that why Boca Raton was invented because like Jews weren't allowed in Palm Beach. I don't know because I. We weren't the. We, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the 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 uh, probably not history of <laughs> segregation, but I I always thought of like you know the Gentiles go to Palm Beach and the Jews go to Boca Raton, but I guess the Paltrows really? were breaking barriers. I guess, who knows? Uh so yeah, so if you guys can afford it, I mean we sure can't, but um book the villa at the Colony. It's newly renovated. There's uh, Goop Beauty products and... Those things always turn out to be so shitty, though. Don't yeah. do that. I can't imagine. I didn't even check to see how much it was. It's crazy, I'm sure. I feel like it would have to be, like, kind of chintzy. Yeah, well, like, the, she and kept mentioning... Because everything is, everything is, like, sponsored. So, like, the furniture and stuff is from CB2, which is, like, good furniture. It's not, like... I'm like it's you know more expensive than the furniture I buy, but it's still it's like still like CB two. It's not like you know one of a kind or whatever. They should honestly, they should pay you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's all like a commercial. Oh yeah, and then she says we collaborated on this ama amazing rug with Ruggable, which oh. is <laughs> it's such a Gwyneth like VR or VC like startup thing. Like it's just so predictable that she would invest in a company called ruggable i actually i know ruggable i've i guess i i don't think i've ever purchased anything from ruggable but i have come very close is that the guy there was some startup guy who's who quit his oh it was the peloton guy who quit peloton and then started like a rug startup i wonder if that's the same one. Oh, really i don't know yeah because like peloton has like been 
you know, it, it was like the IPO was, was like one of the worst performing IPOs in history. And then this guy left and then he started a rug company. I just read some sort of New York times article about him. Well, Ruggable has been around for a while. Oh, it is. Okay. So it's not that then. Yeah. It's not so like, you know, is Ruggable like you can just. It's just like, like they sell rugs online. But it's not like a custom, like you can't like design your own rug. I don't think so. No. Right. I well, think it's just like, you know, everything is like, it's like Brooklinen for sheets yeah. and like um, article for furniture. Like they're not like new. It's like they're not doing anything new. It's just like you, you have, it's just, you have to buy it online and yeah. like, you know, they do a whole thing, but. Uh, the Sears just reopened in Burbank. Oh, congratulations yeah. to Sears. Uh, yeah, they got, I guess, refinanced and um, pe- people are not happy with the way it looks, I've heard. How does it look? I think it looks like it did when it closed. It looks disgusting. It was. <laughs> and like empty shelves and like, it seems, it's just seemed like a scam. It, it honestly seems like there's it's some like money laundering scheme at this point. Or like there's some like tax write-off why it would be cheaper to just like reopen with like no stock than close uh, it. I don't really know. That but sounds it's just, right. It's just weird that they have all the it's like grand reopening, and then you go go in and it, there's like literally nothing on the shelves. It sounds right. That sounds like something though. Uh, well, yeah, if we keep going down this path, maybe Gwyneth's next next um even lower priced skincare products will will be with Sears. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. What was your worst? My worst was the, uh, so I spent a lot of time on this Christmas list, the pre-Christmas Christmas list. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why is it and so early? I, I don't know. The it's whole crazy. thing. It's too early, but then the worst thing on it to me was just this regenerative bison and beef bundle. <laughs> That was so gross. That was such a like, like a nod to Gwyneth's like keto, you know. Yeah, exactly. Eating. Like, first of all, imagine someone's like, Happy Merry Christmas, I got you a beef bundle. And it's just like a box of ground bison and ground beef. And I guess that would be good because it's like food you can eat. Um, but like it's so paleo of her. And I just I feel like I thought she was getting kind of past that. And I know it's just one thing on a list of many things, but I just like, didn't like to be reminded of those dark days when she was like really under Will Cole's thumb and really, you know, like this time last year, she was, I think she was having like a really bad ED. I mean, I don't want to throw, I don't want to say, I don't want to accuse her or diagnose her with anything, but the eating stuff was getting crazy with like Will Cole and all the stuff on the website. I mean, I don't know about her personally, but the, I'll say the content that she was putting out was, I thought, um, had a, was very, um, disordered, disordered. Yeah. And yeah. like an, un, it was not good for anyone's mental I, health. I mean, so she was, was, you know, she was deep in the throes of like her mold infestation and her long COVID and which we and, all are. I mean, which, I have yeah. self-diagnosed long COVID self-diagnosed, psychic powers that i discussed earlier and they're putting the mold in the in the in the face cleanser now so everything itself smells like mold so you know we're all god knows what the hell i've been exposed to i think if gwyneth paltrow had to set foot in my apartment she would immediately die like this spontaneously combust yeah she couldn't handle it can you imagine her on the subway i 
no i don't i don't want to see that she would she could yeah she couldn't come to my apartment either i mean there's very few places that she would feel comfortable i think that's why she has to create her own villas at palm it's like how leonardo dicaprio can only date supermodels yeah and she can only go into a villa uh yeah i the the ground beef thing was was gross but like even when she was in the paleo will cole stuff because isn't wasn't his whole thing like we're doing paleo but like we're not having red meat still the beef um, bundle well, maybe it's her maybe it's her boyfriend for oh his oh god it's just yeah let's have a big steaming pile of bison for my boyfriend bison, breakfast. sweet potato and just that's oh, it god. yeah so that the the, the whole like gift guide in october was just my craziest the fact that there's the sneak peek so early and then it's like she's doing the whole thing like she did last year where this is the stuff for brad this is stuff for apple this is stuff for the stepkids but then you like click on the link and it's just this jumble of like a hundred different products that it just looks like it's like a clearance sale like it's just random stuff it's there's no there's no theme. I mean, maybe when they actually put out the gift guide, there will be like a better theme, but it was just so weird. It was weird. They had a fondue pot. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, they had a $15,000 backgammon set. Yeah. There's something that's my craziest. Yeah. That a a notebook that was just a re- regular notebook that was $250. Anyway. Um, yeah. My should I just say what my craziest is? This is your craziest anyway. Oh yeah, this was my craziest, and then we'll say your craziest, then I'll say my worst. My craziest was the eighteen hundred dollar hoodie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I guess it's cashmere, but it looks like a regular hoodie. I guess when you actually see it, you see that it's cashmere in real life. But I couldn't believe that. I thought that was so stupid. Quiet luxury. It's not that quiet. I mean, if it's if it's made out of cashmere. That's true. I don't know. Uh, also, okay. quiet luxury is not on Goop. Where they just want you to think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, whatever. We don't have to talk about this. I hate this conversation. My my worst was the series of texts and emails I got. I swear to God, I got at least two texts and at least two emails. Okay. Tell, talking to me about Goop Rotisseries relaunch. I did too. Yeah. And then when I finally got the information, all it was, the whole, there's all this much ado about literally nothing. They just have a new spice blend that they put on the chicken. Uh, they have a new source for it because it's not Mary's chicken anymore. It's some other, I don't know, some other fucking farm. Uh, really? Yeah. So I think they, I don't know if they went, it's more upscale or more downscale. I don't know. It's not Mary's anymore. But they have a new rotisserie spice mix. And then, of course, they're debuting their new rotisserie main, which is herb roasted salmon, which it's like, give me a break. I know they need to stop trying to make salmon because their salmon sucks. It's, it's so... dry. It's bland. And, you know, it's all the same salmon. It's like the same salmon for every salad, every like yeah. whatever their other fucking plates or whatever are. And now for this. And it's called Goop Rotisserie. So, like, you still have Goop Kitchen at night. You can order salmon if you want. But if it's, like, rotisserie, it needs to be on a rotisserie. I don't know. It was just, it made no sense. That's right. You can't put a salmon filet on a rotisserie. It would dry out in a second. 
Well, they probably are doing it twice then because that's the dry salmon. It is, yeah. But I, I, I don't know what's going on over there. It, and especially a, a few days after eating, I mean, the most delicious rotisserie chicken in the world at Kismet Rotisserie, which is so good. So tasty. So they, you get a whole chicken. You get, and I'm sure this spice blend is just like copying their spice blend. It's like a, and then you get, you know, the garlic sauce, you get a chili oil. The one thing Kismet doesn't do that Goop Kitchen does is that green sauce. That's the one thing I wish, I wish that they had that fucking green sauce at Kismet. That green sauce is so insanely good. So I good. wish that you could just buy the green sauce. I think you can actually. Mm. Yeah. You you have, maybe I'll take a trip to the old uh, NoHo Ghost Kitchen and just get some green sauce. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I was like, this is insane. Why are they giving me so many texts and emails for nothing? Nobody and then, uh, and quickly, I want to do a worst honorable mention. Just oh, right. the the um the rehash of the three year old Caitlin sweet potato recipes. Oof. <laughs> dark days, dark days. I know. I like recently was you know. Reminiscing on praises, she called in. You were like, kind of, I was nostalgic. She called in. Gwyneth was like, Come back to work for us. And I was like, Oh my god, this would make everything perfect. But then we see the darkness in 2019 when Caitlin was at the height of her powers, where it's grain free vegetarian, the grain free vegetarian breakfast solution, colon, sweet potatoes. I mean, it's just like reminding me, it feels so disordered to me eating sweet potatoes for breakfast, unless you like it and like have always done that. I think there's something going on with you. If you decide like, I need to start doing this. To have to adorn a sweet potato in all of this frou-frou. I mean, you have a Mexicali sweet potato, you have a, a Metze sweet potato, a sesame sweet potato, and then truly... The worst thing that's happened to Israel in the past month, the shakshuksha sweet potato. Uh, God, that sounds, if there's one thing that does a sweet, doesn't need a sweet potato, it's gotta be shakshuka. Shakshuka. I mean, I just, the, I feel this, my stomach just like seizing up looking at the pictures yeah it would not be good and so i re- i retract everything i said a few weeks ago caitlin you should stay in retirement wow all right we don't need this no one needs this uh okay where are we you did your craziest yeah I did my craziest so we're already um at what uh you would we're try. already a try yeah. and i'm sorry y'all but i'm going back to the list of birthday or christmas gifts birthday for jesus gifts and i'm thinking what about these bonchan bachan japanese barbecue sauce bachan what about them that's what you want to try i've never tried them i see them in the supermarket all the time okay i don't think i've ever noticed they're just at like a supermarket i don't think i've ever noticed them all the time and i'm always like what's the deal with these barbecue sauces i never eat barbecue sauce really but the like bottles look really cute and i'm like japanese barbecue sauce is that like i don't know what we know what that is 
but it sounds good. I'm sure it's tasty. There are these little these little companies that are infiltrating supermarkets. Like I feel like Fly by Jing Chili Crisp is now everywhere. Everywhere. They must have gotten some sort of like maybe they were acquired by like General Mills or something. I don't know. It's like do people do people need that much Chili Crisp? Like what is going on? I don't know. But then it's also like, why are there three different kinds? And like, what are the different, what is the. What are the kinds of barbecue sauce that they have? On there's the original, hot and spicy and miso. Okay. And it looks like there's another one in there. I, I mean, maybe these, the, I'm sure these taste great. I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big barbecue sauce person. I, I don't like barbecue flavor potato chips. Oh, I do. When I go to barbecue, I mean, rarely, but like, I will. I prefer like a tart, like vinegary sauce. I don't like I don't a like, North Carolina. Style. Yeah, like a North Carolina. I don't like the sweet cans. I remember when I was a kid, that was like a like craft or like KC masterpiece or whatever. And like you know, your dad would like be out like grilling chicken, and then we would just slather it in this. We were stuff. my whole family has always been very anti barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. but I was always very pro and. To this day, my there's this Cuban restaurant in LA called Versailles, which I know you know, Brian, but mm. it's probably my favorite restaurant in LA. Um, okay. And they have tons of like Greek Cuban food. But from when I was a little girl, I always got the barbecue chicken there, which is just like their delicious roasted chicken that they slather with barbecue sauce and serve with rice and black beans and plantains. And that's still my order. That sounds really good. I've never been to Versailles. You should go. You would like it. It's very good. Uh, All right. What would I? Oh, here's a. Okay. So (laughs) there was a, an article about hormone swings and PMS. And so this, obviously this article was geared towards women but they had a few different like steps that you were supposed to take to help the hormonal mood swings. And I thought, well, I don't know if hormones are dictating my mood swings, but I could probably use this advice too. Sure. So one of the steps was actually step three is just called breathe and shake. Mm-hmm. And this actually goes back to my. That's uh, life. My Just imminent TM experience. You think? Well, because it says, I would love for my patients to meditate 20 minutes twice a day. That's what they tell you to do in TM. Okay. But if you can't, she says, what you really should do is breathe and shake. So she recommends a four, seven, eight breathing exercise. Uh, inhale four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. You repeat it as many times as you like. And then for shaking, so I guess you're breathing and then you're shaking. Mm-hmm, shaking, mm-hmm. you do, You she recommends you listen to a shamanic drum music. And mm-hmm. then you, I guess the brain waves sink into the music and then you shake in whatever the way your body feels for a few minutes. So it's just having a nervous breakdown within the confines I of your own I everyone house. should do less stuff. Less stuff. Like don't shake don't breathe just stop (laughs) (laughs) and just just relax and get over it 
I know. Cause if I'm, ar- I'm already stressing about having to add this 20 minute, twice a day meditation practice to my daily schedule. That's my problem. It's like, whenever I do any type of like breathing exercise or anything, it's more stressful and it literally has never worked on me. I've never been able to do like breath work or breathing or anything. I, it doesn't work. I just, it's not for me. It has to be. And this is what the guy at the, the, the seminar thing said, he's like, it's effortless and it's fun. You'll want to do it. And that's the only, like the only exercise I've really ever been able to like do regularly is like tennis that I just have fun doing it. That's the only reason I do it because it's so fun. Yeah. And so I, I guess if TM is that fun, I will just, I will make room for it and I will, you know, listen or I'll watch one less episode of television a day or, or listen to one less podcast. Cause I do have the time. I have time to do other stuff. So yeah, but it's good. It has to be fun. It has to be fun. And maybe breathing is shaking and shaking is fun. Maybe some people like it. I always think of, do you remember that old Seinfeld episode where Kramer's dating Elaine's roommate? No. <laughs> and they're doing like tribal. They like Elaine comes back and uh, they're just doing like naked, like tribal. Drumming. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Um. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff. You know, I just, this stuff is not for me. Never has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. What would you buy? The last of the list. What would I buy? Oh, also on this Christmas list, the Westman Atelier uh, little like red brushes. Okay. They're like $350, which is expensive. They're makeup brushes. They're so cute. And if I could, I would. But yeah, I yeah. But I might, but I won't. And if I don't want them badly enough. If like if I was gonna, if someone was gonna spend $350 on me or if I was gonna spend on myself, there's a lot of stuff I'd rather have than that. But if I had to pick one thing from this list right now, it would be that. Makeup brushes. Well, the one thing I would pick is like, of course, the first thing that's already sold out. Yeah is Mo- so she's getting moses these cute um flannel like pj bottoms yeah that are only they're from petite plume and they're only 52 dollars. and you know the weather's getting colder i w- i could use like a new just like comfy pj bottoms and 52 dollars is like right in my price range mm-hmm. but of course they're already sold out so moses merry christmas brian fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know that i need to be dressing like a 16 year old except uh, pj bottoms are for all for all ages of course all right well was this like a low energy episode (laughs) i think it was i think i'm super low energy right now guys we but you know what my recommendation my always my recommendation to all of our listeners is to listen to us on two 2.0 speed (laughs) You we really have a we really get a pep in our step when you listen to us at, at double speed. It's a way it's and meant also, to be consumed. The Patreon, those are always more fun. They're more fun. The receipts are crazier. We get into more controversial territory. We uh talk about um things that we don't want the whole world to hear about. So it's like a secret club and you can be a member. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only five dollars a month yeah and it's fun 
and you get twice the goop yourself episodes and you get like I think there's like 60 or 70 episodes there so you so many old episodes you get you you just there's so much going on you guys all right that's our little plug uh well but even if you're not in the patreon still thank you for listening and we do still love you of course and uh we will we'll talk to some of you next week we'll talk to some of you in two weeks that's how it goes okay bye bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.